Hey, welcome back students. This is Yutunde from College Sense and Sensibility. And over the next few weeks, we are gonna be reintroducing our career series. Career is of always changing, always necessary area of learning. And so in the next few weeks, you're gonna see us repurpose and revisit some episodes. In this first episode that we are sharing again, we are talking about how to pre-plan for your ideal career. We hope you enjoy and find this information useful. Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your host, Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde. Ready to talk about some career? Yes, this is one of my favorite topics. I'm so excited that we're going to do this series. So listeners, over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about some essentials for planning your career, how to interview, how to write that cover letter, how to write that resume. So these are the essentials that you're going to need to kind of start thinking through as you either plan on graduating from high school or you're graduating from college or really no matter what point of your career you're in, if you're just getting started, these are tips that are going to really help you. Absolutely. I love the career piece, right? Because, you know, we're going to school and we're doing these classes. And sometimes we forget that at the end of the day, the goal is to get a job, right? And many times I start off my class with, raise your hand who is planning to get a job after they graduate from college. And the looks that I get... (laughs) (laughs) he's like well of course duh right but then i say to prep for that career and then i actually get like "Hmm, i didn't really think about that right i'm just in class and so this is where it starts right for many students and let's i'm just going to be straight for our first gen students out there right like i didn't have mom and dad that can help me build a resume that helped me do a cover letter i love my parents they work their tails off but those pieces weren't pieces that they were used to. So it was real. It was a big challenge for me to shift to that career, interviewing, um, resume, all of those pieces. Like, I didn't know how to start that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so that was something that we want to make sure that our listeners out there, we're going to give you some tips. And I think the, base, the, the best way is just starting with career pre-planning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, I know our listeners are going to be tired of us saying plan, (laughs) (laughs) pre-plan. Hopefully you're getting the theme that life is all about pre-planning for everything. (laughs) But yes, this is essential. I mean, you want to, you know, be pre thinking about what is the field you're interested in? What are, what, what's the common career in that field? And then what are the uh, skill sets that employers are going to be looking for on your resume, on your cover letter, right, in your interview? And it all starts with pre-planning with research, informational interviewing, asking your counselor, watching uh, videos, you know, doing your part and just knowing the foundation, the groundwork, right, the legwork before you start writing that resume, before you start, um, you know, looking for work. 
Right. And all of those pieces that you're just saying, right. And we're going to break down what an informational interview is. Right. What are some key things that we look for interviewing? But right now, as you set up your career plan, one of the places that I have my students start is just start to look around at what are some jobs that you may be interested in. And this doesn't have to be some major resource, right? You could literally go on Indeed.com, right? You could look at a company that you really like. Maybe there's a company around you and go to their jobs website and just start planning, right? And the thing that I hear the stu my students say a lot, well, I don't have this skill, I don't meet all of these qualifications. And my career counselor, when I was in Santa Barbara, I have to send out a shout out to her because one of the best lines she told me, she said, look, if you meet all those qualifications, then you're overqualified and underpaid mm -hmm. because everything on there, if you know how to do, what are you learning, right? And if, you know, for being like career focus, you have to learn these new skills. So by career pre-planning, start looking at some jobs that you may be interested in, even if there's, they might be your future career. And so maybe you're, this is your first year in college and you're like thinking, well, I, I, I don't got those skills yet. They require a bachelor's, but what you can see is what are some of the skills that they require. So you could start getting into a job now that you could build maybe one or two or three of those qualifications, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so give you just kind of roll into an example. I work with a lot of STEM students, my biology students, many of them will start to look for jobs in the hospital, right? It may be just discharging patients. It may be working in the lab, getting lab results, right? Or maybe reaching out to an instructor and working with that biology instructor to do a little bit of a research, right? But they're not working at the local supermarket, which is going to give them a lot of hours. That some of those skills are transferable. I always believe in transferable skills. But no, they're thinking about I'm investing right now with these jobs that are going to help build me build me a better um, resume, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, there's so many nuggets that you just dropped that I want to make sure we touch on, right? Because like exactly what you said, we hear students every day say, well, I don't have anything to put on my resume or I don't, this is how you get that. This is how, this is the time to sacrifice right now where you don't need a lot of income and you don't, you know, you're able to, even if it's just 10 hours a week of working in a lab or working with an instructor, you're getting something that you can put on your resume that with time, right? It's like it's like building a pyramid, one brick at a time. And that's what these sort of foundational jobs will give you. I think the other part that I don't wanna skip over that I think is really important with this research of what you mentioned is that when you start doing that research, it tells you a couple of things, the skill sets that, that the employers are looking for, but also what's in demand in that field. So if you're doing your research and you're a STEM major and you're a biology major, biology is a really, it's still a really broad field, right? It doesn't necessarily mean, it doesn't say this specific type of job, but what you can do is when you, when you're doing your research and you're looking for those types, you're looking in that field, you can see, well, most of the jobs that are out that are available are for lab tech one, let's say, for example, well, what does a lab tech one do? What is that? What, what does that job entail? What are the skills? What are the requirements? When, when you do the research and you find out, that gives you something to work with. 
then the other thing you want to look at is, okay, now I found this job. Well, how many of those are there, right? How do I know that I'm going into a field where I'm going to be able to find work? And how competitive is that work? Is that work just in my area or is that all over my state? Is that all over the country? Those are the kind of things that you're looking for. So it's partly the skill set, but also all of the different aspects of finding work, building a career that you're going to find in this pre-planning stage. Oh, those are so many great points, Yatenda. I love how you're talking about building and building and building, right? And that's what many times our students, I feel like, need to focus on is how are you building yourself? Because when you get that college degree, it's not going to be like, hey, congratulations, you got this degree, here's your first job. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Which is what a lot of students think it's going to be like. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> now, but here's the thing about my first gen students, right? We got to be resourceful, right? We got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We might hit our head against the wall, but we're going to think about how do we get through it? How do we get around it? How do we break through? And so if you're starting early, you're listening to this podcast right now, what I'm going to say is, look, you don't know anywhere to start right now. Number one, go on the job search website. Number two, join a club or organization. I know I say that a lot, but why? Because you're going to meet other individuals that are probably interested in similar things, right? You connect yourself with those people. You build that community with those people. You say, hey, let's. you want to look at some jobs together? Or hey, do you know any jobs that you're working on right now? And many times I'll be like, oh yeah, my mom works at the local hospital. Or hey, my dad works here. Or I have an aunt that works there, right? And that then starts to lead to the networking, right? So many times there's jobs that are just sitting there looking for great applicants, but because nobody's applying, they don't, they don't hire. And it's like jobs that, that you could really benefit from, right? I see this all the time. And I always hear, I have people ask me all the time, Hey, you know, any good students that, that might be able, interested to do this? And I'd be like, Oh yeah, I could definitely name a few. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but if, if, if I'm, if they're network, they come talk to me and they let me know. How many times do we not know you're looking for a job? Like we just assume, oh, you're probably you're already working, right? But maybe you want to be a future counselor, right? Let's start as a, a peer mentor. Let's start as a peer advisor. Let's work in the student services on campus, right? Let's mm-hmm. start building those skills now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So what would you say is the one takeaway for our students when it comes to career pre-planning? The career plan, I would think, is my tip is look at your career center and your counselors to see if there's just a career class. Like, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And take that class. Right. Because when you have a little bit more structure, that just kind of helps you. Right. That helps you. And if you're getting units for it, why not? Right. You're getting units. You're taking this career class. Some of those classes can count as general education. So you're picking up skills like I wish that colleges and institutions would make a career class a graduation requirement. Ooh, Sorry, that's point. that's yeah. yeah. No, it's such a great point. Yeah, absolutely. Because I hear so many students get out. And they're like, oh, I just wish I would have taken a career class, right? And mm. or I wish I would have known. So my advice would be check in with your counselor, your career center, and see if there's a career class and take that class so it's structured and it's never too late to take it. You're graduating, you're transferring, or if you're just beginning, you're gonna get something out of it. So if the goal is to work, take a class 
on career. Yeah. <laughs> it's anyway be your one wow, thing. That's such a good point that I, I feel like I want to add to that and say, you know, even if you think you know what you want to do, even if you think you know your career, it's, it's, it's worth it to take the class simply because it might introduce you to new, um, you know, careers, new jobs within that field. Like for example, I loved, um, healthcare. I always thought I was going to go into healthcare. I thought I was going to be a doctor, but I really, really hate physics, <laughs> right? <laughs> but my knowledge of healthcare was always doctor, as if that's the only career in healthcare. But if I had taken a career class, right, or talked to a counselor, I would have found out that there's so many other things like nurse practitioner, um, nursing, <laughs> you yeah. know, so many fields, phys- physician's assistant. And I, I avoided, you know, medical, going to the medical, because I thought all you could be was a doctor and I didn't know. And I knew I excelled in life sciences, but I knew I struggled in physical sciences. But those other careers I just mentioned, they're more heavy on the life science portion. So I probably would have done well in those. So those are the kind of things that taking a career can really, op- uh, taking a career class can really open your eyes to. Um, and so what I would say as my walk away is definitely that it's never too early, um, to start, right? So even if it's, and, and you can pace yourself. So if you're a freshman, this is the time to be joining a club and doing informational interviews. If you're second or third year, this is the time to be looking for internships. If you're in your fourth year, this is a time to be taking that career class or actually the career class could work at any point, but it's also time to start meeting someone to help you with building a resume, meeting someone to help you with writing a cover letter, um, really building your network, getting out there. If you know that there are certain things that you're nervous about, whether it's how to dress appropriately for your career or how to um, you know, uh, socialize professionally, this is the time to start working on that. So um, you can break these uh, sort of pre-planning stages up over your college career so that by the time you graduate, you have all those under your belt. Absolutely agree, Tinde. I feel like you said so many good pieces right there. And so for all our listeners out there, I hope you start your career planning early. And Yutinde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.